Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Bottoming, the LGBTQ mental health podcast about rock bottoming and beyond. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BottomingPod or visit BottomingPodcast.com for more content relating to each episode. We've also added a support page to the website to direct you to the right place if you're struggling or need someone to talk to. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I am Matthew, and our pronouns are he and him, and we are back for season three. With a bang, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have not missed this. (laughs) I have. It does feel a bit um, out of our depth, just to be back. Yeah, it feels like we've had all the time and no time off. But it's been two months. Mm Mm-hmm since we released Over and Burnout, which was mm-hmm. the end of season two, because we wanted it over because we're all burnt out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you managed to decipher that, mm-hmm. you know, 10 points to you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were obviously, we were meant to come back a little bit earlier. And I'm sure you've all been waiting on the edge of your seats. Honestly? <laughs> I mean, I have. I've been yeah. waiting for something to do with my days. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I had COVID in August, yeah. so it delayed us significantly. And you had it quite bad. Yeah, I'm double vaccinated, but I, you know, got still got a little case of it. And it knocked me off for a week and then felt like absolute dog shit mm-hmm. for another week after that. So, so yeah, uh, we delayed a bit more, mm-hmm. but we are, we're back. back. And our guest today is Emily Kay. It is. Um, stunningly oh. gorgeous. <laughs> that tremble. <laughs> Oh my god. This is being recorded. I don't know what that was. The fans can see. <clears throat> it is. It's the beautiful MNEK, who we've wanted to get on this for a while. Ages. And we said it was back with a bang for season three. Mm-hmm. There you go. Before. A bing bang bong. Oh! 
because I, yeah, yeah, I know. Thank yeah, you. yeah, you can. Yeah, the girls will know. You can. <laughs> One thing that happened while we're away, uh, Mr. Portshoot came out. It did. The secret project <clears throat> we couldn't tell you about. Yeah. And in season two, but um, how fantastic was that? Yeah, the girlies, me and you, went. <laughs> Camp as anything. <laughs> Taxi the law. Honestly. Glam squad. Addison Lee. Haircut makeup. Lip gloss. Oh, yeah, lip gloss. Foundation. Yeah. Beat the house down. We... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you took a bit of work, didn't you, to get right? <laughs> you were actually waiting on set for me for a good half hour. She just wanted to pamper me. I think she was just like, she was just obsessed with my skin. I yeah, think. she just sure. wanted to spend time with me. Yeah, is is what I tell myself. But yeah, we um we were part of a. It was meant to be for Pride in London, mm. which obviously was cancelled. Um, but it was a article in Miss Porter's journal mm-hmm. um, about LGBTQ men in London. Written by the gorgeous Colin Crummy and Jason Okendaya, mm-hmm. one of our previous guests. Mm-hmm. It was just an honour, wasn't it, to be part of Completely. that with, you know, people we've interviewed because we admire what they do mm-hmm. um, and other people we haven't spoken to, but we still kind of admire the work they do, um, 100%. you know, as as queers and gay men and, you know, different things. So it was, yeah, it was just a bit of a surreal experience. Completely. Um, that came out while I was, while I was in isolation, while yeah. I was on another planet. The brain fog was overwhelming at that point. There's nothing really new with that, but mm. yeah, it was just a different kind. <laughs> just a different kind of planet. Do the planet. Um. So, what have you been doing with all your time off? I've been dating. No different than usual. Well, I've been I've been doing more dates. Yeah, which has been nice. Mm. Um, and for that reason, I decided to stop prep. After, yeah, you know, decided to make the smart decision. Mm-hmm. But I've been having some side effects, like sickness, mm-hmm. tiredness, just really exhausted, mm-hmm. which are now starting to wear off, which mm-hmm. is nice. It's been about two weeks now. Mm. Obviously a very sensible decision. Mm. Um, you know, if you don't know what we're talking about, you can go back and listen to our Pride Month episode um, yeah. with AIDS Memory UK and AIDS memorial where we did a little summary as to what prep is and how you can get involved in that mm. get involved in that get using it um, <laughs> uh, yeah but i mean you missed thing didn't have any side effects so yeah when i took it it was just like a vitamin it was just there was not not a thing so don't be put off by what brendan's exactly. saying exactly no obviously it's two very, very different cases yeah everyone has different side effects some of them you know really minor but obviously it, the positives and the benefits outweigh the rest of it so completely yeah. yeah so it's not going to deter me it's just i would like to just feel better mm. if i'm honest mm. is that is that too much to ask <laughs> um speaking of feeling better oh yeah you've decided to oh yeah go back to yeah therapy so it's been like a broken record the feel on every episode we've done this year <clears throat> and the question has been like oh how are you i'm like i feel like i've been run over i feel like a zombie i feel burnt out but yeah it's just professionally um obviously like with work has been really intense this year the world has been really intense this year and my mental health has just got to a point i think i acknowledged a couple of months back uh to a point where i know that i need to get other help i kind of i don't think i've been in this place mentally before Mm. even when i was going to counseling pre in previous years i kind of knew what the issue was whereas at this point i'm just so Overwhelmed with a lot of things going on. So, yeah, I've signed up um, to start counselling again, which hopefully should start soon. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just want to get back on track with stuff. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, which I, which I'm pleased about. I'm looking forward to that. I need, need to unpack a huge, a few different, a few things. few bits. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it though. Um, I mean, up until now, you've been using Fortnite as your <gasps> therapy. Yeah, which I think I've mentioned before. You know, Fortnite is like <laughs> crack to me. <laughs> I am obsessed. Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously, I've played it with. Um, you remember him from our history month episode? One of my best friends, author Benjamin Dean. Yeah, but over the last few months, I've got a whole crew involved. Me? You? <laughs> D- did you? <laughs> Is that not you I've been playing with all this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've joined the ranks. Yeah. I'm now also addicted to Fortnite. Mm-hmm. It is a really good game. It's so, it's so fun. It's uh, immersive. You're yeah. playing with people all around the world. Yeah. Friends. Camp. Campness. Fun. It's camp fun. Yeah. Yeah. And also with, you know, not knowing whether we're going to go into lockdowns or whether we're going to get pinged by the NHS app or, you know, or get COVID ourselves. I thought it would be an idea to get Fortnite just as a... Yeah. As a backup option. Yeah. There was a moment I thought I'd trade it in for a violin. <laughs> it, was a, it was a weekend. <sighs> I sat outside uh, the violin shop in Barbican for a good hour debating whether I should do that or not. Decided not to in the end. <clears throat> Wish I'm glad. Yeah. Just take things in small doses. What's the word? Uh, just violin. don't get a violin. I just don't get, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just listen to it. Yeah. If you want it, you're interested in violin music, just listen. <laughs> just listen. To violin on Spotify. Um, but yeah, I also want to give a shout out to Alistair and Jamie, who yeah. also play Fortnite with. Because, yeah, honestly, the, the more people. At this point, Epic Epic Games, mm-hmm. creators of Fortnite, yeah. owe me some coin. I'm sure they do. Owe me some coin. You've really. The amount that I talk about this. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. We might start twitching, you never know. If you're watching Twitch stream, <laughs> you, can... <laughs> you can actually follow us at, on our Twitch account at Bottoming Pod. We're going to see what happens with that. But yeah, that that's pretty much that's been it. Yeah, we took a break. We had some space from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Got COVID, but now now it's middle of September. <laughs> Don't go overboard with the positivity. <laughs> no, I'm just like... <laughs> um, but no, it's really, it's really, I'm really glad. You can say it. I'm you really glad it. to be back there on go. the podcast. I don't think I'm you've ever said that. Again. That's really nice. Well, I've been essentially depressed, haven't I? <laughs> you have. Fair long period of time. But no, it's good to be back. We hope that if you are still listening, you've come back for season three, mm-hmm. that you enjoy what we've got in store for you. And also, if you're listening on the podcast... And you don't follow us on Instagram. We have actually decided to introduce a thing, a camera, to the <laughs> equation. We're not recording the entire thing, but we're going to post a couple of clips on there from each episode. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to know what Matthew's bedroom looks like, go to at Pod. Onlyfans.com. <laughs> we hope if you are listening, you're excited for season three, as excited as we are, apparently. Very excited, maybe a bit manic, but we're glad to be back. Actually... Um, I'm going to interrupt, and I, I'm going to say that we are probably the most prepared for a season. Yeah, that's what I was going. I mean, most prepared for a season. This is only season three, <laughs> and the second one came out of nowhere. The first one ended out of nowhere. So <laughs> let's just say we've done it properly this time. If anything, we're probably too prepared. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, we'll put this 
you know, we could do this. I'm like, oh no, we've got our episodes planned pretty much until the new year. Yeah. At this point, which is wild because you're going to be 30 then. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> We caught up with the gorgeous Emily K. Yeah, he is an incredibly talented music producer, uh, credited on tracks by Madonna, Christina Aguilera, Little Mix, and Kylie, to name a few, and was recently the host of Apple Music's Proud Radio for Pride Month. I had just an, like a really great conversation. He's yeah. honestly one of the chillest people I, I've ever met and spoken to. Um, and yeah, I was really pleased that we got to speak to him. So here's our chat with Emily K. Hi, I'm Uzo, but a lot of people know me as Emanike, and I am he, him. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We've been wanting to get you on this for a little while, so really glad that you can kind of kick off season three with us. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, wow, it's the premiere. It's true. Yes, mm. honey. <laughs> wow, what a, what a, what a privilege. <laughs> no, the privilege is ours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to go straight in. You, obviously, people will, will know you if they listen to this podcast almost definitely as well. You've been in the music industry making hit bangers kind of before the age that most people were taking the GCSEs. Um, how has that been for you, especially at an age when dealing with the stress of growing up, being in education and kind of learning who you are as a person is also laid on top? Well, you know what? I mean, I was doing it while I was doing my GCSEs, to be fair, but I think it was... You know what it is? I think I I always had like a one-track mind when it came to wanting to be a part of the industry and and doing that. That as a result, I literally put all my eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. And so I arguably grew up faster in a lot of ways as far as having a job and, you know, having that type of responsibility. Mm-hmm. But then I think maybe my personal growth was stunted because it was so one-track minded and I didn't really, I didn't do what other teenagers or preteens or whatever i didn't do what they did i was in my parents garage just making beats mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. trying to write some songs that's all i ever wanted to do and even now like that's all i do, that's yeah. all I do. <laughs> so you know she's consistent uh, so yeah i mean i don't know i feel like there were definitely some drawbacks um from that but then of course i don't think i would have done it any other way because I don't think I would have wanted to be like lost in the source and trying to figure out mm. what my thing is. I really, I figured out what my thing was very early on. Mm. I think it probably is like trickier figuring out what your thing is um, later on or figuring out what other things you're interested in when you mm-hmm. put all your eggs in one basket from very young. What was kind of your view of school as well? Was mm. that like, because obviously people have very different experiences at school. Were you just focused on what you were doing that, that wasn't really a deal or was it like a balance of them both well i mean i was never really the the scholar or the Mm. academic i my my older brother was probably that way inclined a bit more um my parents definitely encouraged me to finish school to finish Mm -hmm. like secondary school at the very least and then uh, if everything was working out, I could invest more time into making music and doing that as a full profession. Mm-hmm. And they were very receptive to it. I mean, I I was lucky because it happened from really young. You know what I mean? So then mm. I I could be in school still, 
but then just be daydreaming about the day that I could actually leave and yeah. knowing that there was something waiting for me. And yeah, I mean, so as a result of me not being the scholar, I never really cared for school. Mm-hmm. I understand the necessity of it, of course, but I think like knowing what you want to do or what your purpose is in the world from that age is tricky. I guess it's tricky because you're supposed to not know that. <laughs> you're supposed <laughs> to like be figuring that out and just like going out and doing fuck shit and, and making some mistakes. But I was very ca- like cautious kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I was very cautious and I was very mindful about a lot of things because I was like, well, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a name for myself. So yeah, it was very linear. Yeah. Obviously, since then, you've grown from strength to strength and worked with some of the biggest names in music and established yourself as one of the key players in UK music right now. How do you manage looking after yourself in what I can imagine can be quite stressful situations at times? I don't know. I feel like I think it's more so delegating what I do. You know, when I when I came into the industry, I was more than happy to be the singing, songwriting, producing Mm -hmm whatever and I still am but I also realized that sometimes carrying that weight and carrying that expectation on all the records that I do isn't necessary and it yeah. doesn't you know it doesn't I, I can't be the master of all the trades I'm doing you know what I mean at the same time all the time mm-hmm. so I much prefer you know being able to choose between the two and say okay now I'm writing okay now I'm producing okay now I'm singing and also, I think an- another thing that's actually kept me like really sane is not taking everything so personally. Mm-hmm. I think because I was so young initially, I'll take things so personally and it'd be such a production whenever something wouldn't go my way. But now I I kind of am just like, well, it's the nature of the industry and I'm not mm-hmm. like, maybe I'm jaded, maybe, maybe it could, that <laughs> could also play a part. But yeah, I mean, I think I'm more accepting and I'm more like, okay, well, this is how it goes. I'm more resourceful for sure. And I think it it just allows me to not have to rest on disappointment or rest on like defeat. You know? mm-hmm. And do you think, because obviously you mentioned a little bit earlier about um, like going on holiday and kind of work just being a constant, how do you manage that? Like, is there a time that you, you know, shut off for a few days and just say, I'm not going to work. I need some headspace. I'm going to go and have a bath. Well, this you is know, my breakfast. Like, <laughs> okay, well, well, Matt. First of all, I'm six foot four, so I can't fit in the bathroom, <laughs> and I'm 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 at peace with that. I don't need I don't need those constraints in my life. Um, but I, I mean, no, I don't have any holidays. Mm. I'm not good at it. I'm not good at holidaying, and this is something I'm talking about in therapy because she's like, well. One day you're going to burn out. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I know that. I'm just waiting for that day. Um, <laughs> anyway, I think with holidays, it's just like, you know, I my attitude towards holidays for the longest time and to my detriment, to be fair, is that, you know, holidays is when, oh, your work is too much and you... Mm-hmm you don't like your job. So you need to escape from it, you know? Mm-hmm. And my thing was, like, I love my job so I could just do it all the time, mm. you know? Uh, and there's been been pockets where I've been, you know, uh, how do I say it? I've had writer's block. I haven't felt very inspired. I haven't been able to be my best self at work anyway. Um, 
but I never like make the time for like a holiday. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm, I I don't do well on holiday because I'm just like, where's my laptop? Like, yeah. why yeah. can't I just like make something or be useful? And I think, I don't know. I think there's there's a lot of layers to that. Mm. There's a lot of layers to that. I I think that feeling useful is one thing for me. Feeling like I have a purpose is like something that um holidays aren't you, you, it's not mandatory in a holiday mm. <laughs> so like i guess that's <laughs> that's that's the main thing i guess that's something i need to grapple with too yeah i mean it was earlier this year now but you share the post on instagram i'm kind of saying like i think it was like happy monday <laughs> i've had a really shit week i'm feeling really shit and i know we've kind of since then you've discussed your mental health more more generally as well on stories and different things sure I guess firstly, how are you doing now, if you don't mind sharing? And also, how was it sharing that sort of stuff publicly? Like, what sort of response did you see from that? I'm doing okay. I I think that it's, it's better to say you're a work in progress. I mm-hmm. mean, I think that it's all, all the stuff, all the mental stuff I've been going through is probably like lockdown induced and you know i i guess like it's been a bit of it's been a weird time for mm. myself as far as the pandemic because i think that i've outwardly people would assume everything's been going great because songs are going to number one and loads of money's being made and mm-hmm. you know i moved house and all these like tangible like achievements that had happened and it was like going great in such a traumatic year mm. but i think that there was like a lot of personal turmoil like at least like just sadness that i'd been grappling with like literally ever since i turned 25 mm. yeah my birthday that was right before the pandemic and so like i don't know i do you know like i i've kind of been like thinking it's a quarter life crisis or something where yeah. i just feel like oh it's not just fun and games anymore like i'm an adult now mm-hmm. and i either i'm like doing stuff about that or I'm in my room, uh, nested up in a pandemic, just me and my thoughts. And mm. I'm a Scorpio, so all I do is think. And <laughs> uh, like I said, I guess it's just a work in progress. And I definitely want to be better and I definitely want to feel my best. And yeah, I think like it's been uh, relationship stuff, career stuff. I mean, I just lost confidence in uh, making solo records because... That's what sometimes like like time will do, in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like gaining weight. I mean, I've always just been a bigger guy anyway, and so whenever I lose weight, it's always this thing of I'm just a rake. Like I just lose it really quickly. Mm. But then um, I'm like trying to learn to be okay with me as a bigger person because it's just how I'm it's how I'm naturally built it's where it's how my body my body wants to be bigger mm. even when I lose weight it's like loads of skin sagging and it's just like all a bit forced I lose my butt like it's not fun mm. <laughs> like so really I you know I, I'm I'm learning who I am you know mm-hmm. what I mean I thought I was destined to be this skinny pop star that you know just did that and I was trying to put so much energy into that but then I turned 25 and I thought oh is it that was like the question I was asking myself and this is what I've been trying to answer these past 18 months I guess Mm. (laughs) if that gives you a good um 
spiel of what I'm going through. I hope this doesn't cause too much concern. No, no, no 100%. <laughs> and I think, I mean, both of us can definitely say when, well, when I turn 25, similarly, I think it is a bit of a turning point because you're like, oh, I'm not like 21. And mm-hmm. the years between 21 and 25 speed by. And then next thing you're like, well, the next big birthday is 30. And yes. it's like, what have I done in my 20s? What do I want to do? Mm-hmm. You really start to think in a different way, don't you? As you said. I guess that like, in my situation, you know, I, uh, I've i achieved a lot of 20, by 25. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it's now, okay, then what else? Mm-hmm. Okay, but what about, what about Uzo? Emanike has achieved a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Emanike has achieved more than many people would by 21. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then, as far as Uzo goes, I've, I've neglected Uzo a lot because I've been trying to give M&EK his best shot. And I'm, this is not a Hannah Montana complex, I promise. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I guess these, this time I'm trying to merge the two. And that's why even before, you know, when you asked me how I want to be addressed, I'm, I'm happy with Uzo, I'm happy with M&EK because I'm just trying to... And I, I know that I am both. Mm-hmm. that's like that's simple maths it's just about embodying that and not having to separate the two to feel like i can't be a whole person yeah yeah i mean it's positive as well that you've started therapy yeah my ex told me my ex told me to before we broke up mm. <laughs> <laughs> before he was indicative how well that was <laughs> um and you know i then i said to myself i was like i have to do it for me of course i have to yeah. want to do it um and I did, I and I've been doing it, you know, every week and been trying to just talk it out, you know what I mean? Give myself the opportunity to hear myself. But I feel like every interview that I do sometimes now is like a therapy session, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having the platform you have, do you feel like a certain type of pressure to talk about these things publicly or is it something that you that you actually want to share? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, at this point, I, I you know... I am only sharing what I want to share, mm-hmm. you know? I'm only sharing what I want to share or what I'm contractually obligated to share due to <laughs> brand sponsorships. But like, you know, I, I'm only doing that because it's real to me, you know? And mm. I don't want to, I, I know I'm not the only one who feels those type of things. And so I feel it's good to share and to be like, hey, I'm feeling this way, but I want to be positive and I want to instill positivity in anyone who reads it. Mm. Um, and... Look, it's just the reality of it all. I mean, I don't have I don't have the followers that all these other all the other gays have. <laughs> so it's not like it's not a clout thing. It's just mm-hmm. it's just real to me. Mm. So you've also spoken about body positivity before, as you just have, and also learning to just enjoy what you're doing right now. It'd be nice to see more people in the industry be as honest as you are about. Uh, just doing your own thing is there anyone that you look up to or who's been a key supporter for you with these things you know what i don't know i feel like i have friends and you know i have like like i posted i would post a shirtless photo or something or i'd post something on like close friends and i'll have friends who'd be like yeah like you should post this on main mm-hmm. like sam sparrow messaged me he was I, I just posted something where i was like trying to find something to wear and he was like you should post this on main because <laughs> the girls will go crazy and you look kind of hot. And, you know, people like him and like, do you know Dominic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's 
so lovely. Yeah, it's such an angel. So sweet. Angel. I literally yeah. texted, I texted <laughs> him. I said, you are an angel. <laughs> I said that verbatim. So, uh, you know, there are really lovely people. And there's, and there's people that I look up to, I guess, like out there as far as like plus size models. And I feel now there are more representation of bigger guys mm-hmm. and bigger guys who are like in themselves and actually are totally fine being bigger and don't feel like debilitated by being bigger. Mm-hmm. They feel empowered by being bigger. They feel, you know, strong being bigger. They feel sexy being bigger. Mm. And I definitely want to get there because I, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm a work in progress. I don't think I'd ever go on there saying that I am the embodiment of body positivity because I have other things to sell. But like, <laughs> um, you know, I try. I just try. I know that like, and I, I also know that my body is always changing. So I don't want to have to put a thing out there that is saying I'm this, I'm that. And then uh, three months later, I decide to have kale and dust for lunch, breakfast, <laughs> and dinner. And I'm suddenly like, oh, look at me, I'm skinny. And like, mm. everyone's like, well, what happened to plus size Uzo? Mm. So I don't know. I think everyone generally needs to mind their business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and also like, yeah, it's just everyone's bodies are different. Everyone's bodies are living. You know what I mean? They're not just one monolith thing. And I, for me, I, my thing was I wanted to post pictures of myself, I guess, with less clothing to Mm. feel empowered and to feel sexy and all those things. And I wasn't really asking for Daily Mail to post it and make a thing of it because like, I'm not trying to be on Daily Mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I guess those things are. And then it's like, Emily K is livid at a fan who says he needs to lose weight. <laughs> like, oh my God, I, I guess. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> I am, maybe I am. Maybe I ain't feeling it. I don't know if it's livid. <laughs> but <laughs> like, this is it. People are, all, there's also people who are really bold and will make someone feel really shit for being a certain mm. size. And I don't know. I'll never, I don't want to do that. I think the older I am and the many sizes and shapes I've been, you know, I'm tall. I'm, I've been big. I've been slim. I don't think I can judge anybody for their fluctuating weight or how they look in that sense. As long as you're happy in yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Completely. Yeah. People do have too much to say online a lot though, don't they? We can say that. Oh, yeah. Far too much. <laughs> Far too much. <laughs> um, so I guess aside from you know, getting a new number one every month. Um, you've obviously got your radio show. What else have you got going on at the minute that we should know about? I've been working on the Mabel record. Mm. And, you know, me and Trey John Marie have got a bunch of songs on that. And I'm working on the new Little Mix album as well. Mm. And starting to develop artists, you know. Mm-hmm. I've, I've started a label oh nice so i just want to you know think of other ways in which i can be excited with Mm -hmm. with being creative yeah like i just want to like because now it's like okay we've we've had hits okay we've we've had number one things here and there but what about the bits that are uh, exciting and that keep me going and and keep me intrigued and keep me learning as well Mm -hmm. like i don't want to ever peak early or ever feel like I have nothing left to learn about myself in this job. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's kind of like where I'm at. I'm also doing Sync the Pink. Oh, nice. Um, and figuring out like what my 
set for that is going to be because it's not really going to be just me singing. It's like a, I'm trying to go for like a variety moment. Mm, you're like, stunning. You know, like, you know, like Timberland, like shock value, kind of like that kind of yeah. vibe where it's not necessarily... Like I'll sing, I'll do a little ooh and ah, <laughs> a young ad lib. But I, I think I'm, I'm like trying to figure out ways where I can make the most out of all this fun I have in the studio and mm. actually do that as opposed to necessarily be like, and this is my forlorn tale about my. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be that each and every time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just in a transitional period right now, but mm. I, I feel optimistic about it. Yeah, can I tell you what would make me excited? Wait, uh, the Janet Jackson collab being a real thing. I know obviously it would on, make... your latest pro- on your latest radio. Listen, um, it would honestly bring me the utmost joy, but that is down to <laughs> Rodney Darkchild Jerkins putting mm-hmm. in that phone call and making that a thing because it would be the dream. I'd honestly cry. The same. Cry no, I don't cry for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic straight face. <laughs> straight face. Thanks for the gorgy chat, Uzo. It was so lovely. I'm excited to see what comes out of LA. And the new label. Oh. yeah same to round off each episode this season we're going to try something new yeah what we're going to do is single couple of sentences Mm -hmm. favourite thing from the week yeah new story purchase something positive and bright okay have you got yours I've got mine go I think I mentioned before Moonette my favourite band their new song Silk Chiffon Mm. With um, which is again just adds a fucking cherry on top. Phoebe Bridges, queer as queer, queer, queer. The house down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Muna, my positive thing. Gorgeous. <laughs> I'm here for it. I am gonna say, I've started rewatching Ugly Betty, right? And it's really taken me back. <laughs> Because it came out when I would say 15, 14, 15. Sentences, Sorry, sentences. this is coming. <laughs> 13, 14, 15. I had braces just like Betty. Oh, I wanted to work in fashion. Just like Betty. But just like Betty. And um, it's just really taken me back to, to, the, to the world I wanted and how it's just all very different. And then that's fine. Is that the positive? <laughs> it is positive because okay. it's, cause it allows you to reflect, you know? Yeah. Where you were when you were a kid. Growth. Growth. Um, yeah thanks for listening thanks for joining us see you next week for crying out loud (laughs) don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts five star and above (laughs) Um, we'll be back in two weeks we're going to be speaking to the gorgeous everyone's fucking gorgeous everyone's gorgeous really they are they are we're going to be speaking to the gorgeous um, Bake Off icon Mankind podcast superstar (laughs) Um, right and extraordinaire honestly it's all around gorgeous soul Michael Chakraverti. There we go. Um, yeah, <laughs> which honestly, we say this all the time. It's just a gorgeous interview. And we can't wait to see you then, hear you then, look at you then, twitch with you then. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on 
Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Tumblr. Pod. <laughs> Blogspot. <laughs> <laughs> Bebo. Fucking <clears throat> Bebo. That was and MySpace at Bottoming Pod. Mm-hmm. If you can't find us on a site, oh my hip. we'll be there soon. <laughs> so keep an eye out. Don't forget, you're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> you're doing amazing, sweetie. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.